Today's daf is Yevamis daf Kuf Tezayin. We have four lines from the top of daf Kuf Tezayin Amid Aleph. Hahu Gita. Today's daf is being learned as a schus refur shalem of Chaim Alaza ben Rachel Leah, of Vadya ben Miriam Leah, Moshe Abba ben Devora, Devora bas Mecha, Shmuel ben Tehila, Baruch ben Rachel, Malka Miriam bas Esther, Sarah Nechama bas Rus Malka, Miriam bas Rivka, Chaim Oren ben Aviva Orli, Tzipra bas Leah, Mordechai Tzvi, Ben Malka Akoyen and Esther Kreindel Bas Devora. Today's Afs also being learned. Le'ilui Nishmas Leia Gittel Bas Yibadol Chaim Toivim Reb Shal and Le'ilui Nishmas Shlomo Ben Yibadol Chaim Toivim Reb Chaim Doiv. So we're in the middle of the very last leg of Masechtes Yevamis. In fact, seven Dafin and counting the backdrop to everything that we're going to learn between now and Hadron Alach Masechtes Yevamis is the sugyos of Aguna, which we already introduced somewhat in the beginning of the previous stop. So just to recap where we're holding in the sugya and immediately segue into the daf. And that is the Gemara and daf Kuftez Vav Amidbez told the story. There was a telegram that was sent from Spain to Bavel that said the following, Yitzchak Reish Galusa, Bar Achseh de Rabibi, Yitzchak de Reish Galusa, who was the nephew of Rabibi, was traveling from Kortova to Aspambia, and he passed away. This telegram arrives. Yitzchak Reish Galusa, Bar Achseh de Rabibi's wife, receives it. She approaches Bezdin, and she wants to know whether she's now free to be able to get married. And surprisingly, there was a Machloikis Abaya Virava, whether in fact, she was Muteres Lashok. Abaya said that even though this woman was the wife of Yitzchak Reish Galusa Barach Seder Rabibi, and it seemed that this Yitzchak Reish Galusa Barach Seder Rabibi was in fact traveling from Kurtava to Aspamia, but we're concerned, Chayshina, maybe there's another person who has the same name, who meets the same profile, so that before we allow her to get married, we have to do a little bit of diligence to make sure that she's actually the wife of this man that died. Rava argued. Rava said, the Gemara brought the Makar that Abaya had to his position. Rava brought the Makar that he had to his position. And we're going to pick up on that note. Zakta Gemara, four lines from the top of Kuftez Zayin Amadalaf. Ahugita, there was a get Isha de Shtakach Besura. It was found in Surah. The Kasabay, and it said the following Besura, Masa, the city of Surah, Ana, I, Anan Barchia Naharda. Anan Barchia, who's originally from Narda, Patris Vitarchis Ploinis Intese, divorced my wife. So there was a get that was found in Sura. The get was written in the first person by a man whose name was Anan Barchia, who was from Narda, and he wrote inside this document that he divorced his wife. So this piece of paper was found and it was given to the wife of Anan Barchia Neharda. She received it and she wanted to get married again based on the fact that this is proof that she's a divorced woman. Says the Gemara. But before they allowed her to get married, they did a little bit of research. They wanted to make sure that there was no one else who met the profile of Anan Barchia Neharda. So So they investigated from Sura all the way to Neharda. They have Anan Barchia Achrina. They couldn't find another person whose name was Anan Barchia, Levar, with the exception of one person. This man was known as Anan Barchia Mechagra. 
He had come originally from the city of Chagra. However, Dahavan of Aharda, at that time, he was in Naharda. So there was a little bit of a discussion and a debate amongst the Chachamim whether, in fact, the woman who was just handed this piece of paper as her proof, her license to be able to get married, could she get married or could she not get married? Because although it's true, this document would seem to suggest that her husband gave her a get, but there's another man that sort of meets the profile, not mamish, but sort of. And the question is, do we have to be concerned that maybe that's the man that wrote the get or not? So the Gemara says, they were able to resolve this. You know, because Adam stepped forward, and they said, the date that this get was written on, he was with us, meaning he wasn't in Surah. And because he wasn't in Surah, it's obvious that he wasn't the person that wrote this get. Meaning, they had discovered that he wasn't in the place that it said the get was written. And based on that, it couldn't have been that it was him. As a result, they allowed this woman to get married. So the Gemara says like this, Amr Abaya, Abaya commented, he said, Even I, who held in the end of yesterday's daf, that in the event that a document is presented stating that somebody died, you can't assume you know who that person is. You first have to be boydik with chayish. Then maybe there's another person that has the same name that meets the same profile. But in this case, it's easy. It's pashat that this woman would be able to get married. Why? Because the Edom came and they said that this person was in Naharda at the time. He wasn't in Surah, which is where this um, get was found. And as a result, it was obvious that he wasn't the person based on the testimony of the Edom. Meaning, if that's the case, being that Edom had said that this person was in Narda at the time, said, here they found it in Surah, so it's not Mustafa that it's him, it must be, it's the person that was in fact in Surah at that time. Oh my Rav, Rav said just the opposite. Even I, who held in the previous Surah, in the case of Yitzchak Reish, he wasn't concerned that maybe there was another person that had the same name, over here, I would be concerned. Why? Because here you know for a fact that there's another person that's name was Anan Barchia. And being that you know for a fact there's another person whose name is Anan Barchia, who could have been referred to as Anan Barchia Naharda. Why? Because he was in Arda at the time, even though originally he was from Chagra. But being that there is for sure another person, here you have to be concerned. What's the kasha? Adam said that he was in Arda. You found it in Surah. So it doesn't sound like this was the person. So Rabbi said, now nah, there's a few ways to get around that. Number one, Begam Parcha. Maybe he got there. Now literally, a Gam Parcha is a flying camel. Camels don't fly. Rashi says, Maybe it was a camel that ran, galloped really, really quickly. And that's how this person was able to get from point A to point B. Inami or alternatively, Bekfitza. Rashi, Al Yedei Shem. Maybe this person knew one of the Shemus HaKadosh and he was able to spring, literally, from point A to point B, from Naudat Tarsura. He could do that in a short amount of time and as a result, maybe it is an Inami or even more Pashit, Mili Masar. Maybe this person had instructed a shliach, a scribe, a cipher to write it on his behalf. And that's why it said that it was written and presented in surah, even though really he at the time was in Naharda. And this is based on the following Allah. Rav would tell the cipher. Rav used to tell the from the same thing. If you're writing a shtar, a document in shili, write in the document that it was written in shili. Of course. What's the Chiddush? Afal gafte mimsirin mili behini. A little bit of a tongue twister. Even though this scribe was instructed to write this in hini, 
But if you're not writing it in Hini, but rather you're writing it in Shili, then write that you're writing it in Shili. And the same is true in the reverse. If you're writing it in Hini, you write that you're writing it in Hini, even though you were instructed to do it in Shili. But the bottom line is, is said Rava, that there are ways to possibly rationalize how this person could have been in Nahardah at one part of the day and at Surah in the other part of the day, once we know for sure that there is another Anan Barchiyah, so based on that, in this case, he would have to be Chash. Meaning, even though we have a Machloikis between Abayi Verova, whether Yeh Chashinan for another Yitzchak Reish Kalusa Barach Sedibra Abibi, or Menachayish for another such person, that Machloikis was unique. That was a Machloikis where we don't know whether there's another person that has this profile. Do you have to be Chayish? Do you not have to be Chayish? Our sugi is a different sugi. Over here, we know for sure there was another person that met that profile. It just so happens he wasn't in the place where it seems that this event went down. So the question is, do you have to be chayish for a gomel peireach, or maybe this person knew one of the Shemus HaKadosh, or even more posh, maybe he instructed someone in Surah to go ahead and write on his behalf. Rava said you have to be chayish for one of those three possibilities. Abaya, for whatever reason, held you don't have to be chayish for any one of these three possibilities. So just to tie up one more loose end of the previous staff, that is the Gemara on the bottom of it discussed a case where there was a person that gave a pekodin of shumshumi, sesame seeds, to his friend. And then he came to be Tadeyed and he says, Shumshumi, I gave it back to you already. I returned it. He says, What do you mean? It's right there. It's in the same barrel that I gave it to you in, and it's in the same place that you left it. He says, No, I know that there's shumshumi there. But that's not your shumshumi. Your shumshumi you already received. That's already a different shumshumi. And there was a discussion in the Gemara. Are we chayeshem apinon? Are we not chayeshem apinon? That tied into the Yaguna Shailas. So the Gemara says, My havi alayu the shumshumi. What's the bottom line as it relates to the sesame seeds? Rav Yehma, Amr Leichashim, Rav Yehma says, We're not concerned that maybe these are different shumshumi. And if the mafkid comes and he says, These are my shumshumi, and it's in the same barrel and it's even the same amount, for sure you assume it's his. Ravina, Ravina says, Chayshina, no, we are Chayish. Then maybe it's not the same. Shumshumi, the Hilchasa, and what's the bottom line? Chayshinon, we are kids. So going back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah discussed she comes home and she says her husband died. The Mishnah says she's believed. A Chiddush. Why is it a Chiddush? Number one, ordinarily, ain over here you're trusting the woman as an Eidach. Number two, Noshim, ordinarily Apostle Eidos. Here you're accepting the testimony of a woman. And Vaid, a Baldovar is never believed to testify. A person can't walk into Bezdin and say Eidos if he stands to benefit in any way based on his testimony. And over here, despite the fact that she herself is the Balas Dovar, Talach is that she's going to be believed. Stating that, the Mishnah said that before we believe what she says, we have to establish two things. Number one, that there was shalom be'noilu And number two, that there was shalom be'oilu. Or more accurately, the way the Gemara presented it from the Braisa, you just have to confirm that there was no k'tata be'noilu And you have to confirm that there was no mulchama be'oilu. Now the Gemara explained, why is it that if there's a mulchama in the world, that would impact this halacha? If anything, to the contrary, you think if there's a war raging, it's Yoiser Mestaber, that what she's saying is the truth. And the Gemara said a Teretz, which is a, a very interesting Svara and a Chiddush Lahalacha that permeates other Sugis and Shas as well. And that is, we're concerned that in the event that there's a war going on, maybe really her husband didn't die, but Bidadami, she just thinks he died. She saw him hit. He's bleeding out on a battlefield. But she doesn't realize there may be a man with a stretcher that's trailing right behind him that's going to take him, bandage him up, and save his life. So there's always the possibility that because of the circumstances of the war, 
maybe she thinks he died when really he didn't die. And as a result, in that instance, we already don't trust her. So the Gemara explained why if there's a Shas Melchama, she's not going to be believed. The Gemara did not explain, however, why there has to be Shalom Be'inoi Meaning, why is it that if there was a Ketot, if there was a fight going on, so in that case, it's going to be different. So the Gemara now is going to discuss Ketot. First, the Gemara is going to discuss what it even means, Ketata. Meaning, how do you define a husband and wife not getting along? There's a very wide spectrum of Ketata, very wide spectrum of the definition of Shalom Bayes. Number one, here, this is very much Halacha Lamaisa. The name of the parak is Oisha Shalom. So how do you define Shalom as it relates to this Halacha, which is Oimei Berumay Shalom Mamish? Number two, the Gemara is going to explain why is it that if this kitato beinoyleveina the is she's not going to be believed. First, what is the definition of shalom? How do you define a fight? If anyone overheard this woman ever tell her husband, you know what? Give me your cat. I'm done. So that's. Those words came out of her mouth, so that would already be the definition of Ketata. So the Gemara very shockingly says, that's a Ketata? That's the reason not to suddenly trust this woman? Kulunami Amri Hachi. This is Maisa uh, Mechaya, and people always talk this way. And because people always talk this way, so that can't be a, a basis of Ketata. Because a woman asked for a divorce doesn't necessarily mean that she's not Ha'isha Shalom. So the Gemara says, Elo, by Meres Labayla Girashtani. No, it's talking about where she tells her husband, not divorce me, but she actually says, you divorce me. Like she walks into Bezin and says, I received the get. Oh, she's already testifying that she was divorced. In that instance, obviously there's a katata. But the Gemara says, if that's what happened, then she, she believed anyways. Then this whole conversation is a moot point. Why? If a woman says, I was divorced, then menace, she's believed. Sounds like a chiddush, right? It's based on a chazaka that a woman wouldn't be meiz panov in the presence of her husband to say that she was divorced if in reality she was not divorced. So says the Gemara, if it's talking about what she said, then she's anyways free to get married. Not because we believe her that he died, but because if she's saying Rashtani, she's the menace as a Grusha, and a Grusha is also allowed to get married. The Gemara says that can't be what the Kimit and the Mishnah is. So the Gemara clarifies. The Gemara says by It's talking about which she said, "I was divorced." Meaning those people witnessed the divorce. Now, who's Pliny and Pliny? Are they Edim or are they Dayanim? That's something we spoke about in Perak Beishamai. Do you even need Dayanim? Pashtus they were Edim. So she said, And then we asked those Edim, and they said, I don't know what you're talking about. Never happened. So because they denied it ever happens, you don't have Rabbi Nunas Halacha. But at the same time, if she's so brazen and she's saying, one thing we could establish, she's not an Isha Shalman. And if that's the case, that would be the definition of Ketata. In that case, Da'alach is she wouldn't be believed. So the Gemara says, my time with the Ketata. What is the reason? Why is it if they were fighting, Da'alach is if she says, Meis Baili, she's not believed. Zokhti Gemara of Chanin, Amar of Chanin, Nesem Mishum de Meshachra. Because we assume she's lying. Meaning, she's obviously not in a, in a happy marriage. And as a result, she's incentivized to say that my husband died. It's like this. She can get out of her marriage. So there's a Chash Sheker. It's very obvious why I wouldn't trust her. It's because of a Svara of the dummy because being that she wants to get out of the marriage she may by mistake think that she's out when really she's not similar to the svar that we had by a shas there's always a makam to say that she'll think her husband died when really he didn't die 
Here too, because of the fact that she wants out, so there's some cognitive dissonance that's going to be saying, oh, he must have died, when really he didn't die. The Gemara says, my benayu, what's the nafkimina between these two pshatims? The Gemara, iki benayu, nafkimina would be the argal huktata. If he's the one that started this fight. What's the pshat? Rashi doesn't explain, but Toys explains. Top line in Toys is Pirish. The mandam and Mishnah the Meshachra is so. According to the mandam that says that we're concerned she might be lying, so over here she's going to be afraid to lie. At the end of the day, she's going to not lie. Even the Rachmale. Why? Because she likes him. Meaning, if he started the Ketata, that means she really likes him. If she really likes him, she's not going to lie to get out of the marriage. However, according to the mandam that says, but the dummy. Being that there is a katata, Rashi Taisva says, Even if there's a little bit of a, a something, that would be enough to already say bidadami. So if the chashash is that she's going to lie, that's only a chashash if she's the one that started the katata. If he's the one that started the katata, so really she likes him. He's the one that's trapping with her. So if that's the case, there's no chashash mashaka. However, if it's related to bidadami, being that at the end of the day she is in an uncomfortable situation, his fault, whatever. But the bottom line is, she's in an uncomfortable situation, that would be enough to trigger a bidadam. What happens if there was a ktata Our halacha of the Mishnah. But instead of she coming and saying that my husband died, an Eidechot came and said that he died. What's the halacha? My time Eidechot. What does it boil down to? Why is it that an Eidechot is believed? And this Gemara is a repeat of the Gemara we saw yesterday. Mishnah is the reason that Eidechot is believed. Because it's a milsa David Lagluye, like the Ramam says in the end of Hilchis Gerish, and that's the primary reason why the Eidechad is believed Hakanam Adam Shakar. So the reason we believe the Eidechad, the Eidos Yisha, because it's milsa David Lagluye, this is a milsa David Lagluye, and as a result, we should trust the Eidechad. I don't know, or the Gemara says, Taimo, the Eidechad, Mehemim, Shum, the Eidechad. But maybe the primary reason that we trust the Eidechad is because we trust her, that she's doing her due diligence. So therefore, we assume Daik Yisha, Mitzvah, Bahachavir, given this like Tato. Being that there's a fight, Loi Daik there's no daikomitzvah. Take what the Gemara says. And the Gemara says, as it relates to the answer to this question, we're going to have to wait for Eliyahu Novi, Eliyahu Tishbi to come. He's the one that's going to be pushed the Shiloh. So we had the, a repeat of this Shiloh, meaning in the Mishnah's Mavur that a woman's not believed the same Mace Baili if there's Muhammad Bailam. What about in Eidachad? In the Mishnah was Mavur that a woman's not believed the same Mace Baili if they were, there was Ketat Abeinah What happens if it was in Eidachad? The same exact Shiloh. And the profile of the Shaila is the same as well. Is the primary reason why we trust Eidechad because it's a Milsa David Lagluye? If that's the reason, then we should trust Eidechad even Bishas Muhammad, even if there's a Katata. At the end of the day, the Eidechad is not going to testify by Milsa David Lagluye unless he gets it right. If, however, the Iker reason why the Eidechad is believed is because we assume that she's Daiko Mitzvah, so to the extent that there was Muhammad, or to the extent that there was ketata, so you can argue now bididami. So once there's a chashash bididami, so then already it impacts even the edus of the ed. Rabbi Huda said, So what Rabbi Huda say? That in order for a woman to be believed, the woman would have to walk into Bezin crying with her clothing torn, meaning she has to come in very, very dramatic, meaning she has to look the part. But if she doesn't look like her life just fell apart, then we don't trust her, even if she's testifying that that's in fact what happened. So the Gemara says, Tanya, we learned to the Bryce, they told Rabbi Huda, according to you, and the way that we showed him explain the Gemara is that a shoita always looks somewhat disheveled. 
And it's for that reason when she walks in looking disheveled, it's not a riot that what she's telling is the truth. And based on Rabbi Yehuda's logic, a shaita should not be believed. A pikachas who sometimes looks this way, sometimes looks that way. So her external appearance is a riot to what's really going on inside of her. But Rabbi Yehuda, if you need a raglaim ludover from the way she looks, then a shaita should never be able to get married based on the, her on this testimony, so the Gemara says, the told Rabbi Huda Ella, therefore we disagree with you. She's always going to be able to be believed. There was someone that came to the Bezdin of Rav Amrila. The Rav told her, before you testify, meaning there was a woman that was coming to testify that her husband had died. So Rav tells her, I'm giving you a little bit of advice, that before you stand in front of the jury, Safti Bailech, you should stop being maspid your husband. Kari Manech, you should tear your clothing. Sasri Maziech, you should make your hair look all disheveled. Because otherwise, I'm telling you, I'm not so sure that you're going to end up with the verdict that you're looking for. So the Gemara says, How could Rav have done that? Alfu Shikra? What? He's uh, trying to get her to get the outcome that she wants? What? Rav is not some high priced attorney who's trying to give him advice, how to win a court case. Rav is the. Paskating the dinemes, so so what's pashim shad? I mean, it's good advice, but why would Rav do that? So the Gemara says no, because in the Rabbanon sphere, though, Rav really held like the Rabbanon. Rav held you don't need this. Rav said a woman is always always believed, but he was worried that maybe the people presiding over this time, the entire weren't going to be maskim, and he was afraid people would stop being ma'ar, people would start questioning. So he felt lahoitzim miliban. So these people that are making a mistake, the ones that hold like Rabbi Yehuda, says Amri Tavet Hachikech the Lishrei. As long as you're going to do this like this, you'll have no worries. This is just a good piece of advice. Trust me, follow my advice, and like this, you'll end up getting the outcome that you want. So, moving along as it relates to the laws of Edosisha, specifically that the woman herself is believed to say Mace Baili. Now, the Mishnah we're about to learn is going to present a machloikis between Beishamai and Beishil. It's actually Beishilal and Beishamai. So, one of the few times where it's first Beishilal and then afterwards Beishamai. But the Mishnah really picks up with a piece of information that it assumes we know. Now, the Gemara is going to clarify what that piece of information is, but it'll be much easier to learn the Mishnah if we have that piece of information. And we'll just speak out what the Gemara is about to say. And that is, the Gemara is going to tell a fascinating rest of the story. There wasn't, it wasn't always true that a woman that walked into Bezin and said, my husband died, that she was believed. There was a Maise Shehoya Kachoya, and that somehow created a paradigm shift in the eyes of Chazal. And they said, you know something? I think if a woman comes into Bezdin and says, my husband died, for all the reasons we've always talked about, she should be believed. So what was that Maisa that somehow triggered a, a shift in perspective in the eyes of the court? So it's good to read it inside. It's the second wide line. The Gemara says, Shilfik Tzirchitin Hayo. The story took place towards the end of the harvest season. So at the end of the time that they harvest wheat. And there were ten men that went to harvest wheat. A snake came and it bit one of these men. And he died. His wife was there. She walked into Bezden. And she notified Bezden that this is what happened. The Shalchu Bezden sent Shluchim to do an investigation. And they found out what she was telling the truth. At that time they said, A woman that says my husband died, she can get married. If my husband died, she'll be allowed to do Yibam. Because So it was because of this where a woman actually testified that her husband died, the Kachava, that Bezdin realized this is the way it's going to be moving forward. So there was a very, very specific story that triggered this halacha. It's because of that, there was a machloikis b'shaim b'shaim very interesting, 
that maybe the only time a woman's going to be muttered to say Mez Baili is if the circumstances mirror in a very, very specific way the Maisa Shahoya Kachoya. Being that that Maisa was the cause of the Halacha, so maybe the Halacha is only true if the circumstances are going to mirror what it is that caused the Halacha. But if you're going to be presented as a Bezdan with a story that's not Mamish that case, it could be in that instance it's going to be different. Said, the only time we're aware of the halacha of the Mishnah, that a woman that says, my husband died, she's going to be believed, it's only in the event that she came from the Kotzer. She came back literally from harvesting grains. And not just that, she's testifying that this took place in the same exact Medina that She's in right now. Like the Maise Shahaya. So Basil said that we limit the scope of this hat that the Chum gave this woman literally to a scenario that mirrors what it was that caused the Salacha. So the Gemara says, I disagree with you. It doesn't matter if this person is coming back from harvesting wheat or if he's coming back from harvesting olives, or from harvesting grapes, or it doesn't matter if he's coming from one Medina or from another Medina. Doesn't matter if he's coming back from harvesting. It's completely irrelevant. Now, you want to know why the Chachamim, when they issued the halacha, they issued it Bekatzer? So it seems like it wasn't just the Misa of Katzer that triggered the halacha, but when the halacha was actually etched into stone, so it was etched into stone saying that a man whose wife testified that while he was harvesting died. The only reason they just said was El because that's the way the original Maisa Shahaya Kachaya happened. But of course, the halach is not exclusive to that. And the Mishnah says something it doesn't always say. The Besul came around and they ended up passing like Beishamai. So we have Machlegs Beishamai Besul. Quit Besul. It sounds like they originally, anyways, held that the only time the woman's going to be believed is if the story, the circumstances mirror that Maisa Shahaya Kachaya. Beishamai said, there's no reason to limit it to that. The Gemara now is going to bring a Brisa where Bisham and Sol start talking to each other a little bit more, a little bit of an elaborate the discussion of this according to you meaning even you Basil agree that if the person was bumming a Kotzer that would be enough why does it even have to be or why is it okay if it's Kotzer it should be Kotzer that was the Maisa the Maisa was where he was harvesting wheat as opposed to barley meaning Kotzer can mean wheat it can mean barley it can mean any one of the grains but being that the Maisa was with Chitin maybe it should have to be Chitin it shouldn't be able to be Sa'irin and not just that, it should only be in the event that you were kaitzer. Beitzer, if the person was being beitzer, grapes or moisek, he was harvesting olives, goider, he was harvesting dates, oider, figs, minayin, elam, maise shahaya, bekotzer, vuadinlukul. The maise shahaya happened with the kotzer, but of course it's lav dafka. Hachinami, maise shahaya, vuadinlukul, vuadinlukul, vuadinlukul. And not just that, it's true that maise shahaya happened in the same Medina, the same Medina that she testified that her husband died was the same Medina where she claims he died. But that's irrelevant. It doesn't matter if it be the same Medina or not the same Medina. Basil, Basil argues, they say no. Basil responded to Beishamai. Beishamai, I agree with you. Where it makes no sense to say that the Allah is limited to this situation, I'm not going to argue with you. But there is an element of the that could be was part of the reason that Bezdin Paskin and made the Allah the way they made it. Meaning the fact that she said that it was in the same Medina that would have made her 
very vulnerable in the event that she wasn't telling the truth. Because for Bezin to investigate a local matter is much easier than for them to investigate a matter where it's in a different Medina. So it is Mistabra Basil Tobishame that the only time she would be believed is where it's Baisa Medina because it is as far as Mirsus. She's afraid to lie. But if it's in a, Medina, a different Medina, then already I disagree. Bishame, Bishame, they said, no, Hachinam is I don't agree with you. It could be there's a Mirsus even if it's in a Medina Acheres. And just because the Mais Shayakachaya happened, Baisa Medina, does necessarily mean that the only time this halach is going to be true is Ba'isa Medina. Just one thing worth mentioning, the Rishonim just grapple a little bit, Pashib Shad, what we just read, Dafyoyimidig, is a little bit hard to understand. Meaning, it sounded like from the Mishnah, The only time the woman's believed is if she's She's coming back from the harvest. Then, when Bisham and Bisil start talking to each other, it sounds like the only part of the Maisa Shaya Kachay that Bisil says is integral to the Halacha is the fact that it was Baisa Medina, based on a Svara of Mirsis. So, if it's only the Halacha of Baisa Medina, based on a Svara of Mirsis, so why is Bisil starting off the Mishnah by saying, Loishamanu El Babam and Akatsar? Right, Bisil started off saying two things Loishamanu El Babam and Akatsar, Uba Isa Medina. In Bisil Shakhvatai with Bishamai, it sounds like it's only the Isa Medina Chalik that they were able to rationalize. Because it's a Svara Mirsis. But Bisil says, I'm not just being irrational over here. Wherever it makes sense, there it makes sense. Uh, to the extent that it's Nagayim Mirsis. But if that's the case, then there's no reason it should be dafka bebam and akatsa. So the Rishonim struggle with this, and there's different girsois in the Rishonim, maybe to try to be miyash of this. It's going to come up again in a few lines. Either way, the Gemara says. So there's Machayi Bishan Bissil, that being that the whole Takana happened because of Maisa Shahayo. So therefore, how similar to the Maisa Shahayo does it have to be in order for this halacha to be true? Bottom line is, my Maisa Shahayo, what is the Maisa Shahayo? So we're going to read this Gemara now. It's some Svetim. Adam Rabbi Yudam Ashwab, he's the end of the name of Shulti Ketzer Chitin Hayo. It was towards the end of the wheat harvest. Oh, Chasar, but the other Ketzer Chitin, there were 10 people that went to be Ketzer Chitin. And then a snake came in a bit, one of them who made and he died. Bust her husband, his wife came and notified Bez and Mishalchum Matzikit Varel, and they found that she was telling the truth. But Isha at that moment, they said, "Isha Shamru Meis Bayli Tinase Meis Bayli Tesiyavin." Kishmak. So the Gemara, name of Reb Chananya Ben Akiva for Rabbanon, be plugged to the Bishamim Besolkam Meflugim. The Gemara is going to start soon now. Me Merchak Tavi Lachma, completely unrelated. Machlokes Tanon that the Gemara is going to argue maybe is very similar to this Machlokes Bishamim Besol. What's that case? The Tanya will learn to the Brisa. Yisa Adam Mechatos. A person is not allowed to carry the Mayim Chayim that had the uh, Efer Chatos mixed with it, that's going to be used now to sprinkle on a person that's Tommy Tomas made. So Efer Chatos, all the ashes alone. The Avirim Bayardin, and cross the Jordan River, Ubesfina, on a boat. Okay, so you now let it have Mechatos, Efer Chatos, if you're on a Svina, crossing the Yardin. We'll see why. Additionally, you can't put the Mechatas in a container and then throw it across the Yardin. That's not okay. Additionally, you can't put it in a container or let it float across the Yardin. You can't even carry it. You can't be riding on an animal or riding on your friend. Unless you, the person that's carrying the Efechatas and the Mechatas, your feet are touching the ground, then it's okay. Okay, but otherwise it's not okay. Avo Mavir Malaga, I'll show you how to cross a bridge. Echnod Yardin, the Echachan Naharis. And it doesn't matter if it's the Yardin or if it's some other Nar, this halach is always going to be true. You can't cross a body of water holding the Efechatas and the Mechatas. I agree with the premise of the halacha, but a much more limited scope. Number one, it's only true for the Yardin, only that river. And not just that, it's only true on a boat. And it's based on a Maishashoy. So here too, you have to know what the Maishashoy is. The Gemara is going to tell the Maishashoy in a few lines, where there was a story that somebody was carrying 
the Mechatos and the Eferchatos on a boat. He was crossing the Yarden and they found on the bottom of the boat there was a Kezayis from a Mes, which meant that the Eferchatos and the Mechatos was Mahil al Hames, which meant that it became Tome. So they made a Xerah that you can't do this anymore. So the question was, what was the scope of the Xerah? Did they limit the Xerah to the Mais HaShoyah or did they expand it? So the Gemara says, Gishmak, Leymer, Rabbonon, Damer, Kibay Shammai, Rav Chananya, Ben Akiva, Damer, Kibay Shilol, Rabbonon, who extended it, not just to the Yardin, but even to Sharnaharos. And they said, it's not only true for a Svina, but it's even true if you're going to throw it, even if you're going to be in a behemoth, it's going to be a problem. They probably had like Bishamai. That when Bishamai took the Maisa Shoya Kachoyo with the Isha that was the menace, not the same Maisa Baili, so they didn't limit it to the Kotzer and to Isa Medina, they expanded it across the board. Oh, that's Mama Shashita the Rabbana, Rabchanan and Akiva. The Amakibay Salur, Rabchanan and Akiva said it's only true for the Yardin and the Svina because that was the Maisa. That's Mama Shabay Salur and the Mishnah. Dafka the Kotzer and Dafka Baisa Medina. But the one says, I'm the Rabbana, and the Rabbana gets it. No, I'm the Rabbana, and the Force us into Beishamai. We could go even according to Beisel Hatkin. Look at my Beisel Hassan. When the Beisel say the halacha Gishmak Esvara, Daft Mishum the Mirsis, the Makom Kar Mirsis, Makom Rachle Mirsis. Beisel is based on a Svara. What's the Svara? Mirsis. The only time that it makes sense it should be Mirsis is Ba'is and Medina. In Medina Acheres, you don't have the Mirsis. Therefore, you're not going to believe. But Hach over here, Mali Yardin, Mali Shanoharis. Doesn't matter if it's the Yardin or if it's the Kinneret. What difference does it make? At the end of the day, there's a Svara, there's a Svara. Reb Chanan ben Akiva Amalacha, he'll say Faketa. No, down after Bishami. I, who limited to the Yardin and the Svina, could be I, Loyalam, hold like Bishami. Hach, come on, Bishami, also. When the Bishami said, Allah, Elam, Bishami, the E, Daiko, Mincibo. That only, the reason Bishami holds that across the board, the woman's belief, because it's a Svara why woman's belief. It's true there was a Maishashay, Kachay, that triggered it. But there's a svara. There's a logic behind it. It's not stama gzeira ba'alma. There's a svara. What's a svara? Daiki yisho mincibo. So if it's daiki yisho mincibo, beishamayot, mali makim karev, mali makim rachik. They didn't hold it as far as Mirsis, because there's shrichi shayrasa, but at the end of the day, it's based on a svara. And because it's based on a svara, so the svara transcends locations and harvests, etc. So therefore, she's always going to be believed. But over here, Mishra Maisa Shahaya, this is based on a Maisa Shahaya. And the Maisa Shahaya was Bayard, and Obisfina, they have a Maisa, Gazra Bana, Shanos, they have a Maisa, they have a Bana, and so they limited to what the Maisa Shahaya was. Okay, my Maisa Shahaya, what was the Maisa Shahaya? I'm Rabbi Dumarab, you send the name of Rabbi Maisa Shahaya, Maisa Baldam Shahaya, Mabri Mechatas, Vevechatas, Bayard, and Obisfina. There was a story with a person who was carrying the Mechatas and the Evechatas through the Jordan River on a boat. And they found inside the kark of the Svina, there was excitement, amaze, which was Matama, what they had. But Isa Sha'amra at that moment, they said, like Isa Adam Echatos, the Ever Chatos, the Avirem, the Yardain Ubesvino. That's when they made this Takana. One more last Gemara. Beishama Yerim Beishama says, Tinase Betitel Ksupa. A woman that says, My husband died. We believe her. That's the first Mishnah. As long as the Sholim Ben Elbena and the Sholim Ba'olam, we're going to trust her. What about the Ksuba? Could she collect her Ksuba or could she not collect her Ksuba? Interesting, Shaila. She's believed to get married. So she believed for the Ksuba. So Bishamai said, yeah. Tinase v'tital ksubasa. Bishalom Rizal says no. Tinase abevloi tital ksubasa. You can't take the ksuba. I'm not Bishalom. So Bishalom told Bishalom he tired him every chamur v'lo yinat mamon akal. You're being mad to the ishes ish. That you trust her. You don't trust her for the Messiah's zuz. Madach for the erva chamur you're gonna trust her. Not for the mamon akal you certainly should trust her. I'm not Bishalom. So Bishalom told Bishalom matzino. No, there's already a precedent for the fact that we don't necessarily apply this kula across the board. Because for example, sheina achin nechnasal and achal pia. If she says my husband died, what happens to his estate? Do the brothers yarshin? The answer is no. Being that the brothers don't yarshin, so you see that you don't necessarily tr- accept her testimony across the board. And not just that, 
even though you're accepting it for the Isha Sisha Hamur, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to trust it for all the Dinim Ominous. So, Kubli, as it relates to the Ksuba, it's going to be the same way. Amr Shamai, so the Shamai responded back to the Sil, they said, Allah, me say for Ksuba, no more true Kaisa of law. Read the Ksuba. Read the Ksuba. What does it say in the Ksuba? Shimti Nasi La Achar, Titli Masha Kosov Lechi. The Ksuba says, the man tells the woman that in the event that you're going to be free to marry somebody else, you're entitled to everything that I wrote in the Ksuba. So being that you're trusting her and you're allowing her to get married to somebody else, you have to give her what it says she's supposed to get in the Ksuba. Because the Tnai of the Ksuba is not when we know for sure he died. It's when she's free to get married to somebody else. And she's free to get married to somebody else so she has to keep it. And the Mishnah says, Since faith in Mol in today's daf. The sil came around and they passed him like Beisham. In the event that a woman says, My husband died, and there was a Yavam, and the Yavam did Yibum. The Yavam is going to Yarshin his brother. So we know that one of the fringe benefits of doing Yibum is, is that the Yavam. Yarshins, his brother that died. Ordinarily, the, Yush- the Yerusha would be divided, and that's what happens if there's Chalitza. But if he does Yibum, he gets the whole Yerusha. So Rav Chizda said that in the event the Yavam does Yibum, based on her testimony, he gets the Yerusha. Why? See, he said, in Darshum Medrash Ksuba, Anulay Nidrish Medrash Taira, said Rav Chizda, that in the Mishnah Beishamai, and Bissil was moved to Beishamai, they darshin the Lashon of the Ksuba. So if we're Medayak and we're darshining, we're learning up the Ksuba, like it's a Rajba. So the Kavachaymer, we should learn up the Pasuk in the Taira. What does it say in the Torah? It says, And we know it's referring to the brother that does Yibam. He gets the Yerusha. So he did Yibam. He gets the Yerusha. Just like with Ashton the Mishnah, that if you're free to get married, you get the Ksuba. So it says in the Pasuk like that if you do Yibam, you get the Yerusha. So if you're going to trust her to allow him to do Yibam, oh, he did Yibam. Yibam triggers the Yerusha. What happens if the woman comes to the Bezim? She says, My husband died. Please. I'm looking for a head to get married. Not too nicely, no. That's our Mishnah. It's Pasha. We allow her to get married. The nice like Subas. And not just that, she gets the Ksuba, like the Mishnah said. The Chazru Beisilo. What if she walks into Bezdin and she says, I want my Ksuba? She walks into Bezdin. My husband died. I want my Ksuba. She's not even thinking about getting married. I want my Ksuba. In my Tiranoisa. Said Allah, we don't allow her to get married, let alone give her the Ksuba. My time. It looks like she wants a Ksuba. So what? So Pasha Pshat is. Being that she's being Tevei Ksuba, so it comes out, the Eidos is on Ksuba. And Ksuba is a Dava Sheba Mamoin, and Dava Sheba Mamoin requires two Eidim. If she's being Tevei to get married, so it's Eidos Isha, Eidos Isha, Yechud is believed. But if she's being Tevei Ksuba, then she's not. So if she says, I want to get married, yeah, then we're going to give her the Ksuba. But if she only walks into bed and saying, I want the Ksuba, then we don't give her anything. We don't even allow her to get married. What if she said both? Being that she asked for the Ksuba, so we assume she's thinking Ksuba. She's just saying everything. But at the end of the day, she said she wants to get married because she also asked for the Ksuba. That's going to be a problem. And if you're going to tell me that in that case, of course you're going to let her get married. And you'll give her the Ksuba. I, why is she talking about Ksuba? Not because all she wants is the Ksuba, because she, why shouldn't I ask for the Ksuba? So what would be if she said in the reverse? She says, give me my Ksuba. And allow me to get married. So here she said both, but first she talked about the Ksuba, and then she talked about getting married. Being that she said the Ksuba first, it sounds like that's what she wants. Or maybe over here, the reason she mentioned, give me the Ksuba, because maybe she thinks the only way she'll be allowed to get married is if she's also Tevei the Ksuba. But if she's not also Tevei the 
ksuba, she won't be able to get married. So maybe the fact that she also asks for the ksuba is not a grace. I mean, if all she asks is for the ksuba, not in a gay. But if she says, allow me to get married and the ksuba, even if she said the ksuba first, no, no, it's not the end of the world. So the Gemara, take This too, we're going to have to wait. Felio Anovi, Felio Atishbi to tell us what exactly the halacha is going to be. So as it relates to raid, for today's daf, the truth is, we're learning the sugi's raid, the second daf of the sugi's of igunos that are tucked away very prominently in the end of Mesech Tesivamis. And as we're going to see over the next few dafin, it's going to get late early, meaning we're getting very, very close to the end of the Mesech And I think it's Kedai to speak out the, the raid a little bit, Tzirik Tzaveigs, Mikanu Labolam Afreya, and just speak out Raid that really, in a perfect world, we would have learned some of the Gemaras towards the end of the Mesechta, but this is Dover Be'itai, this is really the time to be talking about it. So, just to discuss some foundational principles as it relates to the Sugis of Agunois. So, whenever you hear Agunois, right, he was a Rav that's Matur Agunois, it's like the most intimidating area in Halacha. And rightfully so. There's a, a lot at stakes. But at the same time, we're learning the Gemaras now, and it's Kedai to take away with us at least a few Yisoydes that we can carry with us. So just one Yisoyd, and to bring out the Yisoyd, we'll be Maladashit with a Tshuva, a Tshuva that was written by Agoy Nagodal, Maron, Rebavadi Yosef, it's in Shailos Hachuvah's Yabiyah Oimer, it's in Chelek Yud, it's in Eben HaEzer, it's Simen Yutes. So, Maise Shahoyo Kachoyo. Read a little bit inside. It was Yud Nisan, it was Tov Shin Samach Gimel, 2003. A husband and wife, they went together to the Choyf. The husband's name was Rafael, and the woman's name was Siga. They come to the Choyf, the man went into the water, and his wife decided not to go into the water. Anyways, the man is swimming in the water. There was another person, Isha, that happened to have been in the water at the time. And she comes running out of the water and she reports the following. She says that she was in the water. She saw this man in the water as well. And all of a sudden, the waves started getting very, very intense. And she got scared. So she ran out of the water. But she watched as a huge wave came and it threw this man, Rafael, into the depths of the water. He was wearing a mishkafas. He was wearing glasses. The snorkel. He was wearing a snorkel as well. But she said she was trying to see him. And at some point she lost sight. She started screaming. The lifeguards came. The mishtara came. Even the chayalim came. They looked for him. For day after day after day. The nelam. And unfortunately he was never found. The woman, Sigal, came to... The Bezdin of Yerushalayim, the Sfardash of Bezdin, and she presented this case, and she wanted to know if she's mutter to get married. She said her husband seemed to have drowned at sea. Chura, she's no longer an Eshesish. And she wanted to get married. So the Bezdin wrote a Psaktin, and then they presented it to Rabbi Vadi Yosef, and they asked Rabbi Vadi Yosef whether the Psak is okay, or whether the Psak is not okay. So let's take a few steps backwards, go through the sugi a little bit, and then at the end, We'll get to what the psaq of this Bezdin was and what exactly Rabbi Vadi Yosef's comment on the psaq was. The truth is, at first glance, this Shiloh that was presented by this woman, Sigal, would seem to be a Mishnah, not a Gemara. It's a Mishnah. It's a Mishnah at the end of Mesach Tzivamis. We didn't learn it yet, but it's a very, very famous Mishnah. The Mishnah says that what happens if two Adam come and Adam say that they saw a married man he was drowning in Mayim She'in Lahem Saif. 
So he was drowning in a body of water that's, quote, Maim Shein Lem which to us just means a very, very large body of water. Dalach is Ishta Yasura. Even though they testify, they say that they saw him drowning. It doesn't matter. She's not mutter to get married. It's Alacha. L'chura. This story, this Maisa Shoyakachoya, where the man was seen drowning in an ocean, his body was never found, is Mamish the case of Maim Shein Lem and it's a Mishnah that says that if a person was seen drowning in Mayim Shein Lam Soif, that luck is it doesn't allow his wife to get married. Now, what's the reason? Because we're concerned that maybe he made it out alive. But the bottom line is it's a Mishnah. And if it's a Mishnah, at first glance, this Shiloh that was presented to this Bezdin would seem to be an open and shut case, stating that Sigarnet the Emma says, what's Pshat in the Salacha? Why is it that if a man was seen drowning in Mayim Shalem Saif, the Salacha is Ishta Yasura? So, Metzashem at the end of the Masechta will speak out some famous Chesidish Machshava related to the Salacha of Mayim Shalem Saif, right, that we've spoken about in the past. But at the end of the day, from a pure Halachic perspective, what's the Pshat? L'chayra, if a person was seen drowning in Mayim Shalem Saif, you will assume for sure that he died. Rive for sure would suggest that he died, based on statistics. So if that's the case, in Kala Kuli, you go Basarayim, why all of a sudden, when it comes to the Allah, Mayim Shein Lam Soif, do you not go Basarayim? So the truth is, the Rishonim asked the Kasha, and there's Fashidina Mahalchem in the Rishonim, to answer this question. We'll mention one, and that is, Toysvis and Mesechtis Yuvamis, Daf Lamid Vavam Abeis. Asks this kasha, why is it that if a man was seen drowning in Mayim Shem Lam Saif, Talach is Ishtay Asura? And Taisvis says a Gavaldig Echidish. Taisvis says that the only time we go Basaraiv is if the Miut is a Miut She'inay Matsoi. However, if the Tzad Hamiut is a Miut Matsoi, in that instance, Talach is that. We don't go Basaraif. So just to explain what Taisus means. We know this machoik is between Rameir and the Chachamim, whether we're Chayesh Lomiyuta or we're not Chayesh Lomiyuta. The Chachamim hold you go Basaraif. We're not Chayesh Lomiyuta. Rameir hold you don't go Basaraif. You're always Chayesh Lomiyuta. Every Raiv, you look at it as a Suffolk. And we're always Chayesh Lomiyuta. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. Rameir holds that you're Chayesh Lomiyuta. Rameir holds you don't go Basaraif. It's a passing in the Torah. Achrei Rabbim Lahatos. So if there's a passing in the Torah that says Achrei Rabbim Lahatos, how could Rameir? argue with the principle of Rav. Isn't it a din taira? So the short answer to this question, it's a sugi in the first paragraph of Masech Teshulin, is that there's a chilek between a ruba de Isa Kaman and a ruba de Lesa Kaman. When the Rav is Isa Kaman, where all the tzadim are in front of us, where there's 10 pieces of meat in front of you, nine of them are kosher, and one of them is not kosher, where there's 23 dayonim in front of you, 13 say one way, 10 say the other way. With the Rav and the Miyot are lifanecha, where it's a ruba de Isa Kaman, over there, everybody agrees, Rameir and the Chachamim, that Achrei Rabbam Lahatis, the Machloikis Rameir and the Chachamim, is what happens if the roiv is less a kaman. There's no roiv and miut in front of you. However, you want to pass in a shiloh based on a roiv that's a statistic, a global statistic. The roiv is not in front of you. The miut is not in front of you. It's less a kaman. The Chachamim hold that just like you say Achirabim Lahatois, where the Rubas is a Kaman, so too you say Achirabim Lahatois when the Rubas less a Kaman. Rameir argues. Rameir says where the Rubas less a Kaman, over there you Chayish Lumiyuta, and over there you're not going to say Achirabim Lahatois. That's the Pashub Shad and the Machloikis between Rameir and the Chachamim. Zok Toysvis. Even though the Chachamim argue with Rameir, and the Chachamim hold that we're not Chayish Lumiyuta, that's only true by a Ruba the less a Kaman in the event that the Tzadam Miyut 
is in a matzah. It's something that's such a fluke for it to happen. However, if the tzara miyot is a miyot hamatzoi, even if statistically it's unlikely that it happened, because the majority of times that's not what happens, but if just based on volume and quantity that miyot does happen enough, it's matzui. Over there, even the Chachamim Amoyed to Rameyer, that you're going to be Chayash from Yuta. Taisus has his Yisoyed Be'ikr with regards to the Halacha that there's a miyot of women that when they're pregnant, they miscarry their child. It's a miyot. Most pregnancies do not result in a miscarriage. But every single day, Rachman there are women that miscarry children. So it's a miyot, but it's a miyot hamatzui. Says Taisus, a leap of faith, but says Taisus a Chiddush, that the reason Chazal were when it comes to Mayim Shein Lam Saif, I isn't there a roiv? There is a roiv. But the Tzada Miyot that a person can make it out from Mayim Shein Lam Saif is a Miyot HaMatzah. Sounds like a little bit of a Chiddush to our Das Balabayas. But Taisvah says it's a Miyot HaMatzah. And because it's a Miyot HaMatzah, Zoch Taisvah, that's the reason that Mayim Shein Lam Saif, Talachas Ishtay Asura, I isn't there a roiv? There is a roiv. That's very, very true. But at the same time, despite the fact that there's a roiv, says. Toysvist, that loch is that with a zemir tamotzui, you're not going to go, you're not going to go basarayf. Rabbi Yitzchak Chon and Specter in a tshuva in Ber Yitzchak. This tshuva is in Eden Ezer and it's simin yud ches, it's simin chai. It's the ikker part of the tshuva that we're going to discuss now is an anaf yud. So Rabbi Yitzchak Chon over there was discussing a, a, an aguna case that was presented to him. And Rabbi Yitzchak Chon said that I want to say a chiddush. I want to say a chiddush nif. He said, it's mavu in the sugi is that you don't go basarayv when it comes to agunos. Mayim shein lam soif is your classic example. Another example is the Gemara says that even though rayv goises in alamisa, but if Adam would come and they would be made that they saw a person was a goises, the his wife would not be able to allow to get, would not be allowed to get married. I what do you mean rayv goises in lamisa? So for sure the person must have died, but there's a miot of people that don't die. And the Gemara says that you don't go basarayv goises in lamisa. So one of the principles in the sugi of agunos are that you don't go basarayv. I want to say a chiddush. The chiddush is that maybe the only time you don't go bust a roiv when it comes to aguna that's only if there's one roiv but what would be if you can establish two roivs what happens if you have a second roiv if you have a second roiv Rabbi Zechachonon says I want to say a chiddish then maybe over there you would go bust a roiv and he says what's this farah he said because toysvis that why is it that you don't go basarayv? We don't paskin like Rameir. We're not chayish l'miyuta even beruba the lesser. Come on, said Toisvis because the miyut is a miyut amatzoi, and whenever you have a miyut amatzoi, so with a miyut amatzoi over there, you chayish l'miyuta even the chachamim. Says Toisvis, if you have two, I said Rabbi Tzachon, and if you have two roivs over there, the miyut can't be a miyut amatzoi anymore. And if the miyut is not a miyut amatzoi, the chaygavna it's poshit that halach is that you would go basar two roivs. So this was a chiddush that Rabbi Tzachon wanted to say that when. Whenever you have two roivs, the halacha is you would go bas a roiv, even though you don't go bas a roiv. Goyis l'misa and ma'im shein l'misoif. The halacha is asura. But if you can combine and you can converge two different independent roivs, when you have two roivs, the halacha is said Rabbi Zchachanan over there for sure you're going to go bas a roiv even in a situation of aguna. But Rabbi Zchachanan said there's one problem. You know what the problem is? He said it's connected to Taisvis. There's a Mefurish of Taisvis not like me. So what's this Taisvis? So again, it's a Gemara we didn't learn yet. It's the Kaman and Daf Kuf Chafal from the base. We're going to learn it in a few Dafin. But the Gemara is discussing this halacha of Mayim Shein Lam Saif. And the Gemara brings a Shitas Ravashi. Ravashi said 
Again, these are really important halachas. That shas gemaris. Rav Ashni said that even though ma'im she'en l'msoif ishte asura, but a tzurba merabanan. If someone's a talmud chacham, someone's a tzurba merabanan, and he was seen drowning in ma'im she'en l'msoif, the halachas ishte muteres. And the reason is, is because if a tzurba merabanan was alive, kala isle. If there's a yid that's a talmud chacham, he's writing tshuvas. People are going to find out about him. And if we never heard that this person is still alive, so the halacha is then in that case, must be he's not alive. And if he's not alive, Rav Ashi holds that a tzurba mirabonon dalachi is ma'im shem lam soif ishtay muteres. But the Gemara Paskin is not that way. Veloihi. It's not true the halachi. Even though Rav Ashi said it's an ish true. Loishno inish da'almo veloishno tzurba mirabonon. Dalachi is ma'im shem lam soif ishtay is asura. Frey toisvis. It's a very short toisvis. Va'af agafti rubayir tzurba mirabonon isolokol isleh. Frey toisvis. What's ta'akub shahad? I understand Takabshan. At the end of the day, Lamais Ravashi is saying a good svara. Ravashi is saying that if he was a, if the Tzurim Rabbanu was alive, there would have been a Kyle. And we didn't hear from him. So doesn't that mean he died? Snoktoisfis. It means I'll be right he's probably not alive. But when it comes to Agunas, when Achayish for Rav, when Achayish for Rav, so when it was Achayish for Rav, when it's Achayish for Rav, it's true there's a Rav, but we don't go about Rav. It's a Mephurish at Toisfis. That Toisfis says that even when there's two Rav's, even when there's two rives, you don't go bust a rive. Because by a tzorba merabonon, b'mayim she'en lam saif, there isn't just one rive, there's two rives. There's one rive, the person's drowning b'mayim she'en lam saif. Most people in that situation, unfortunately, do not come out alive. Number two, there's a rive that says that a tzorba merabonon, that's alive, colorless, like people are going to know about him. And no one heard that this person is alive. That even when there's two rives, that loch is going to be, that ishtai is going to be, Asura. If that's the case, said Rizchachan, and how could I say a Chiddush? That when there's two rives, that loch is, that you do go basa rive. And I have a Gishmak Esfar, I'm backing it up. Because it's still basa time. Toys for saying, Yavam Islam is love and base. Why is it you don't go basa rive? My name is Because of the Mitzah Mitzah Matzoy. So to the extent that there's two rives, it's not Matzoy anymore. Abelamaisis can't get a Toys What are you going to do with this Toys So listen to the Koyach the Hetera of the Kovner of Rabbi Yitzchachan. Rabbi Yitzchachan said that I hold could be. Toysfus, who said you don't go baser two rives, was talking about a very specific situation. And the situation is, we are, in Toysfus' case, the two rives didn't happen at the same time. Why didn't the two rives happen at the same time? When the person was seen drowning, right now, right now, there's a rive that says this person's probably not going to make it out alive. Right. If he was a Tzorim Rabbanon, there would be a cut. But instead of Yitzchak, what would that cut happen? The next day? No, it takes time for news to travel. Certainly in those days. So the coil's not going to happen right away. So Lamazogin, Noniach, in six months, if there's a Tzorim Rabbanon that's recuperating from what just happened, at some point we're going to find that he's around. But it's going to take time until we know that he made it out alive. So said Rabbi Yitzchak, the two rives don't happen at the same time. So he said, there's a loch in Yeridei and Simen Kofiyot. We know that if there's a Sveika Dei Reis, you go Lechomra. Svek Sveika, you go Lekula. But the Paiskim say that the only time you go Lekula with Svek Sveika is if the two Sveikas were Noilad at the same time. What happens if one Suffolk was Noilad and then afterwards, a week later, another Suffolk was Noilad? So the Allah in Tzuchan is you don't say Svek Sveika. Because once the first Suffolk was Noilad and then it was a Sveika Dei Reis it was already Nifsak Adin that it's a Sveika Dei Reis and you can't later be Mitzdar if another Suffolk can go ahead and be Mater. So it's Rechon and Sen Nifla. said, that when this man was seen drowning, then there was only one rive. 
There was only one roiv. The halacha is So therefore, you don't go by roiv. It was gepaskin that ishtei asura. Six months later, we have another roiv. Ooh, because that person was a tzor mirabanan, and because he was a tzor mirabanan, there would have been a kail. That taina is not a taina that really you will know until a long time later. It's too late," said Rabbi Zchachanan. It was already nifsakadin, and because it was already nifsakadin. At that point, all there was was one rive. One rive, you don't go bust a rive. You can't be mitzahar for another rive later. Just like in Simon Kuf Yudah every day, you can't be mitzahar for another suffix as it relates to Sfek Sfeka. Rabbi Yitzchak said, with a reason, that that you don't go bust a rive when it comes to Agunos. Even when there's Trey Ruby, it's Mephorish and Taisvis, but maybe that's only true that you don't go betray Ruby when the two rives happen at two different times. So that when the second rive happened, it was too late. It was already Nifsakadim. When Bezdin passed, in the shayla, they're ready paskin right now. I'm sorry. Right now, you're also now. Later, there's more information. Later, it's developing. I'm sorry, but it's shen shpet, and because it's shen shpet, so therefore that lach is that you're gonna go the chumrah. Just like in sex faker, you find such a svara. But if the two roivs would happen bevas achas, so Rabbi Zachanan said over there it would be different. And then at the end of the tshuva. Rabbi Zechachanan says that the Emma says, I'm not the first person to say such a chiddush. I'm not the first person to say that when there's two roivs, that lach is. That it could be that you're going to be making when it comes to Agunas. And he says that this Chiddush, we have a Messiah in Lita, was already said by Reb Chaim Velazhen. So, unbeknownst to some, Reb Chaim Velazhen, in addition to writing the Nefesh Chaim and the Ruach Chaim, Reb Chaim Velazhen wrote many, many Chuvas. The Shailos of Chuvas, Chut HaMeshulach. They actually recently, I think it was Mechom Yerushalayim, just reprinted Shailos of Chuvas, Reb Chaim Velazhen. Which a lot of it comes from the Shailas Shuvas Chutam Ashulish. And Roiv of Reb Chaim Velazhin's Shuvas and Chutam Ashulish are Binyone Yaguna. And Reb Chaim Velazhin, just like he's the Mara Deshmaita when it comes to Tayyar Lishma, and he's the Mara Deshmaita, Bechol and Yone Machshava in the Kaisal Vais Medrash, Reb Chaim Velazhin was considered the Mara Deshmaita in Litta when it came to all things related to Agunas. And maybe the most famous psak that Reb Chaim Velazhin issued in the Sugi of Agunas was this psak. That even though it's Mavur, Chlor in the Gemaras and Yavamas, that you don't go basar roiv when it comes to being matar aguna, but that's only by one roiv, it's not by two roivs. The background to Reb Chaim Velazhin's truva was, it was a Maise Shoy, there was a man that was walking on a bridge. It was during the winter, and he slipped off the bridge, Rahman al-Islan, and he fell into the ocean. Now the ocean at the time was completely frozen over. So he fell on the ice, and he penetrated the ice, and he was never found. And Reb Chaim Velazhin Paskin, that even though at first glance it's a Mishnah, it's Maim Shem Lam Soif, and Dalach is Ishta Yasura. But he said that Dalach is that she's going to be Mutter. He said, you know why? Because there's two roivs over here to suggest that this person died. Number one, Maim Shem Lam Soif. But for Oi, the Mishnah says in Mesach to Sanhedrin, that when they used to give people skila, so how did someone get skila? They would throw him off uh, a balcony. He would fall to the ground. Most times, he would die from the impact of the fall. If not, there would be cycle in Bavana. But it's Mavur that rave times that a person fa- falls from such a height, he dies. And Reb Chai was Meshaya, that the height of the bridge was much higher than the height of the Sugyas in Mesech Sanhedrin. So he said, there's not just one rive, there's two rives over here. There's one rive of Mayim Shalem Soif, and there's another rive that he died from the impact. And he said a Chiddush that became Halacha in Lita, and that was that they were matter agunois if there were two rives. Ay, it's a toysvis. So Chayvelajon wasn't masbe that, but 
But Rabbi Zachana was Masbra. And Rabbi Zachana said the Chilik is this Lamdis. Tysus was talking about where the two rives didn't happen with Vasachas. But wherever the two rives are going to happen with Vasachas, in that case, the Allah is, you'll always be able to be Makos. So let's come back to Rabbi Vadi Yosef's Tshuva. So they presented the Bezdin with all the facts, and they did their discovery. And what they found out was that area where this man was swimming and that sea that he was in, that ocean by the Chayf, it was a place that was infested with sharks. And because it was infested with sharks, so the Bezdin wrote that there's two Svaras Lechayra to say that this person couldn't make it out alive. Then number one, it was Mayim Shein Lem Saif. Number two, there were sharks. And because there were sharks, it's Mestaber Ma'ayit that he would have been eaten up by the sharks. He brings over there Rabbi Vadi Yosef. He says, V'haroi v'asheni, l'fima she'idu mumchim b'fnei Bezdin. said the professionals, these were the real Chachamim, they're doing real due diligence. They testify in front of the court, Sh'amokim she'nitba boy, yesh boy mispa rav shal krishim toikfoniyim ma'ayit. These very, very aggressive sharks. The Gamheru Lebezdin Tmunois Mezazois. They showed Bezdin Tmunois Mezazois. Scary pictures. Derech internet. Eich HaKrishin Torfim Bnei Adam. Showing them how these Krishin, they, they have people. Actually, Yekoshim Ha'id L'Stakobahem. Said it was so difficult to even watch. It was very difficult to even look at what was going on. It was mamish so horrific. But here's the bottom line. They saw that as it relates to these sharks, V'kimin Shinofa Mishu Lefneim, so said the Bezdin. They wrote a whole tshuva. If that's the case, it's Rabbi Chaim Velazhin's tshuva that he wrote with the man that fell off the Geshe. It's Rabbi Yitzchak Chanan's tshuva that he wrote in Bar Yitzchak Simen Chaya Nafyod. It's this chiddush la'alacha that even though it's true, you don't go basirayv when it comes to agunos. But if there's two rives, you do ayat to toises. Toises told him that the two rives weren't chalbavasach. A chiddush niflas, a major koyich that day. But when it comes to two rives that are chalbavasachas. Over there, the Allah is going to be Mekel. This was the Psak that they wrote. And Rabbi Vadi Yosef signed off at the very, very end. He said that I agree 100%. Hilkach, ani maskim leheter aguna azois, kidivi arava poisik elyon lamailo, yofa don veyofa hoira, vafyodi tikon imoy, vashem yisbarchi atzileinu meshkiyois viyore, neinu betoirak doisha omein, avadi Yosef. Vadi Yosef was maskim, he says, this is poshit, it's aichetimtso, where there were two rives. The two rives that were chalbav achas, and because they were chalbav achas, so it's for that reason the locks are going to go bust right. So here's the yisoid that we need to take away. As Metzusham, we're going to come back to this. The yisoid is that when it comes to agunos, is a gevaldige chiddush. The chiddush is you don't go bust right. Not the rive of Mayan Shein Lamsoif, not the rive of Rav Goisel Lamisa. Some of the gemaras we saw in the beginning of the parak where there seem to be obvious rives doesn't matter. You don't go bust right. One rive you don't go bust but two rives you do go bust By the way. Worth mentioning, Rabbi Chaim Velazhin writes in Chutam Mesholish that when he wrote this tshuva, he discussed it with the Dayanim in Vilna, the Eskimu Elof Kol Dayanim Vilna. He said all the Dayanim in Vilna were masking him to this Chiddush. And this was a Chiddush Nifla that came from, from Vilna. It came from Litta. It's a tremendous Kayach Datera that whenever you could be Mitztarif a second Rav, as long as the two Ravs happen, the Vas Achas, the Allah is it could be Soimach even to be Matar Naguna.